I am joined by YouTube sensation, Doug Helvering. How's it going? It is going great. Thank you for having me here. You're very welcome. Or should I say, hey, y'all? Because this, hey, y'all, hey, I can't do that. Right behind I, me. Yeah, right. It reminds, it reminds me. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming on the program. Um, just a, a bit of my pleasure. A bit of background about you. Um, you've got over 200,000 subscribers on YouTube. You rose to fame when you started to uh, release reaction videos to metal mm -hmm. songs. Um, but it wasn't just your reactions that people fell in love with. It was the fact that you're so clearly musically educated as a composer yourself. Um, and for mm -hmm. me, you are just an absolute joy to watch. Your reactions are so captivating. Um, Thank you. What made you... Well, it's £10, please. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> what is your background in music for those that don't in know? music uh i i grew up as a, a sports kid i played basketball and baseball i don't come from a musical family i happened to get into it uh in uh, late junior high and high school because that's where all the girls were <laughs> and, and like i joined choir and you know they needed tall guys in the swing choir and i'm like this, this is a cool different crowd from the yeah. you know the jocks that i've been hanging out with and I was just fascinated by the sounds and, and then uh, got so, uh, to where I was trying to figure the sounds out and uh, just started, you know, uh, ex exploring on the, on the piano and, and getting into music. By the time uh, that I got through high school, I was lettering in both music and baseball, which is kind of strange cool. as, as a high schooler, but uh, I ended up going to college and I wasn't even going to be a music major in college uh, until Finally, all my friends in choir said, you know, if you're going to do our homework better than us, then then you better, you know, just either join or or stop talking to us. <laughs> so so I became a music major. I I love uh, diving into uh, the logistics of it, to the, the framework mm -hmm. to how it's all put together like a, like a puzzle. And so I became uh, interested in theory and compositions. I have a bachelor's, a master's, and a doctorate in theory and composition. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. I did my undergraduate at the, I, did, I went to college uh, for music for 10 years. And uh, by the end, I'm certifiable, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I tell people that I have, uh, as, a, as a person with a doctorate in music composition, I tell people I have a doctorate in making shit up. <laughs> so uh, it's... I try not to take myself too seriously. The more that I got into music, the more that I just realized there's no way you can ever get to it all. You can always come back and learn something new every day, even if you're going back to the same pieces yes. and the same people, because there's always a deeper layer to the onion with context as not only uh, like what is the music and how is the music and when is the music, but mm -hmm. why? And the point of view of the people that are involved, whether it be performers or composers, it's all just interesting history to me. Mm. And I've been having a good old time um, here the last year and a half doing uh, these uh, videos on YouTube and uh, we're going strong. It's it's not just your reactions for me as as just a viewer to your YouTube channel. It's not just a the case of your reactions. It's, it's actually the fact that you're your reactions are backed up by knowledge. You know, you'll say, for example, ah, this is a low D or this is a great, uh, <laughs> like, you know, every, everything you do is always backed up by information, which I find incredibly interesting as a musician myself. Mm. I'm always really kind of stuck into to what you're saying. But what made you, Doug, start doing these videos what was it that made you go hey do you know what i'm gonna check out bands for the first time like slipknot like avenge sevenfold like metallica yeah. and tool what made you go down that route 
a couple things, uh, but mainly desperation. <laughs> Honestly, because I, I, I got my doctorate in 2008 and I wanted to go into the workforce in 2008 in America was uh, a year where the economy just kind of went, you know, just kind of imploded on itself and no universities were hiring. Mm-hmm. So I ended up just like kind of working my way along at, at a local community college. And then I finally uh, got a, a nice gig at working at uh, Westminster Choir College, mm-hmm. which is where I did my master's uh, here in New Jersey. And uh, I called, you know, up some old professors and say, I need a gig, y'all. And they said, come on over. We can we can at least get you on adjunct and go from there. And so for a decade, I taught at uh, Westminster Choir College. And during the pandemic, um, my teaching gig kind of kind of vanished because uh, uh, the changes at Westminster specifically were already kind of underway, just some, some generational sure. changes. Uh, but the pandemic, especially for a school that, that specializes in, in students and music that uses like spoken word and singing. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, we're in a pandemic where doing so is inherently dangerous, mm-hmm. right? It was just like everything stopped mm-hmm. and uh, I, I needed a new gig. I was trying to figure out where I was going to go and no universities in America were hiring during the pandemic. And I wow. haven't been in the private sector in over a decade. So I was trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And, um, and right around the beginning January of 21, I'm talking to my brother, who's a big music uh, fan. Like I'm the, I'm the music, the educated musician. My brother's okay. the real connoisseur of the right. family. And, and he said, you should do reaction videos. And I'm like, reaction videos are stupid. <laughs> Why would I do a reaction video? And he says, well, think about the skills that you have cultivated. You know how yeah. to talk about music while listening to music. Yes. Just tell them, just tell them what's going on. I'm like, all right, fine. Which one should I start with? Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, Iron Maiden, Fear of the Dark. And I'm yep. like, Why? And he said, because the Iron Maiden fans are awesome. And if it's Iron Maiden, they'll click on it. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah, who you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it, my brother was correct, because at the time I had maybe 130, 150 subscribers, like total mm-hmm. in January of 21. And I put out this little video. I'm like, hey, y'all, how you doing? I'm going to look at this uh, Fear of the Dark by Iron Maiden. Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. That's an E minor <laughs> chord. And, that, and that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And and Bruce stole my pants. Look at that. Holy crap. <laughs> and then like three days later, uh, I, I come back to it. I'm like, why have 5,000 people watched wow. that? Wow. Wow. That's incredible. And, and there's a whole bunch of comments going down and they're like, you should do this one. So I just started doing what people asked me to do. And I looked up three months later. I'm like, crap, we got like close to 50,000 subscribers. I'm starting wow. to make some cash on this. Yeah. And six months uh you know, from when we started, we started our Patreon and it became full time. Wow. It's crazy. And I've got to ask, with regards to your background in music, mm. is is the heavier side of music something that growing up you had an emotional connection to? Or is it something that you've kind of fallen in love with more as you've matured? Um, I have had an emotional connection to it, mostly negative. It was a sound mm-hmm. that I didn't like. Uh, the big heavy power chords was a sound that I found abrasive and not full of nuance and that turned me off and I didn't want to listen to it. Okay. So I just kind of, I mean, I had friends like check out guns and roses, like while I'm 12, you know, in the late eighties, I'm like, eh. like yeah. the solo and sweet child of mine sounds nice and melodic, but the rest of it, eh. you know, yeah. I could, but 
as I've gotten older and uh, I think those old bands have kind of mellowed a bit or, or my own uh, sensibilities have mellowed a bit where I'm open to them a little bit. Okay. And, and, um, and plus when it becomes something that you're doing as a, um, as a discipline, like yeah. every day I'm, I'm doing intentional listening. I look up uh, before I listen, I look up what it is. I, I get my notes together. What's the name of the, of the album that it's from? Who are the mm-hmm. people on the recording? Uh, is there any tidbits behind it that I should know about? And, and then you, and I tune myself up so I can, you know, have a fresh reference of where my, my sure. pitch center is. And, and you just sort of dive into it, you know? So what out of, all the I feel like I've got so many questions to ask you. Um, out of all the, the 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 music that you've listened to and the the videos that you've watched, um, mm. what has what one song or one concert has stood out the most for you? Wow, um, I, I am on record, uh, and I, and I'll reiterate I, my favorite episode that I have done. Uh, the one that hit me emotionally the, the most profoundly was close to the edge by yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I had never heard it. Wow. I had okay. never. And see, and that's the thing. Like I was at uh, Haken and Symphony X uh, I know, I, I, yeah, I week, 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 week and a half ago. And this guy comes up to me at, at intermission, which is cool. It's cool to go to shows now. And I'm like, people come up to me and like, Doug, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. You know, this guy comes up to me and he says, I watch your show, follow things. And he says, tell me something. You're either uh, a really good actor or uh, like, how have you not heard this stuff? Like, yeah, yeah. Are you pulling something over on us? I mean, come on. And I, and I tell the guy, I'm like, a couple of things. Um, I started in music late and I don't come from a musical family. So mm-hmm. we don't, I don't come from a family that has tons of LPs you know, like sure. hanging around in the bookshelves. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah. What was on the radio we listened to. And if I was listening to the radio, oftentimes I was listening to the Cardinals game, you mm-hmm. know, uh, on the radio or, or something instead of music. And then when I started really studying music, you, you work at it all day. So the last thing I want to do when I come home is, is relax by listening to more music. Mm-hmm. So I would listen to podcasts or books on tape or just watch television shows. Um, instead of like relax, you know, you know, you don't go to work and listen to, you know, Mozart symphonies or, or Stravinsky or whatever, and you're really into it. And then your, your brain is just kind of fried by the end of the day. And you go mm-hmm. home and like, I think I'm going to put some metal on, Yeah, you know, it's, it's, I just never had a chance to, to really take the time to mm-hmm. listen to this stuff. So, I mean, of course I knew that the titles and the names of stuff, but I'd never really have had a chance to, to intentionally dive into them. Yes. Yeah. I, one of my, well, probably the thing that got me into you was um, somebody shared on Facebook a reaction of you watching Dance of Eternity by Dream Theater. Uh-huh. I would say that's probably one of the most complex pieces of kind of metal at the, at the moment and, and progressive rock. Um that was that, my very first dream theater reaction. I think. Uh, yeah, I, w- I was going to say, I thought, I thought it was. Um, yeah. When you stumble across something like that, because you're so knowledgeable about music theory, mm. something as complicated and intense as, as that, what, what kind of goes through your mind? What are you thinking when you're listening to something for the first time going, I mean, I think I even quoted you a moment ago by saying, Oh my man, that's a low D or something like that. Sure. And, and, it, sure. and it goes from there. Um, when, 
for something like uh, Dance of Eternity, it's really just uh, diving into the deep end and trusting your instincts and trying not to get overwhelmed. Sure. Uh, and you just pick out what you can make sense of. There's a lot of stuff that's going by you. The, the licks are so fast that in the moment, it's hard to tell what exactly the contour of them are. You know, sometimes they're going by so quickly that it's hard to tell exactly what the actual melodic riff is. But the the speed at which the chord changes is slower. Yes. So if I can understand the background, they're riffing over a static chord and now the chord changes. So now they're riffing over a different chord. And mm -hmm. if I can, that one I can almost keep up with. Okay. okay you know, um, and uh, keep in mind that uh, the skill uh, of doing that is something that for me was completely something that I had to learn. It's it's not a skill that I don't have perfect pitch. It's not a skill that I mean, you've got um, just pitch. came. Yeah, for sure. But it's well-trained, you know, yeah. over two decades of, mm -hmm. of constant practice, you know? So once you've heard one to flat six and, and, um, and noted it actively, mm -hmm. you know, a thousand times, it just comes like that when you sure. hear it again, you know? So it just becomes something that your brain becomes accustomed to the patterns and you just sort of react to it. Um, the same way a gamer, uh, you know, remembers where to go and, and what, right. you know, rhythms yeah. to, to, to interface with, with what they're doing. It's, it's so interesting. It's, it's almost like hearing an outsider's point of view on something they're already very educated on, if that kind of makes sense. It's a very, it's a strange USP that you've got going on, Doug. But wh why do you think so many people have warmed to you, apart from the fact that I, it just looks like I want to give you a big hug, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've all, even though I, I classify myself as a composer, I've always been a teacher at heart. Okay. I, I, I love uh, getting, ex I get very excited when I know that uh, myself and another person or a group of people are riffing off of each other and we're both learning in the process. Yes. So that's when I really get excited. So this is a very interesting thing. I have some musical tools that can help me uh, digest and sort of explain what's going on to mm -hmm. people that know exactly how the music sounds already, but they don't have the vocabulary to explain why they like it. And okay. I am not only giving it a fair shot where most classical musicians would turn their nose up a little bit or say that they're too good for it or what have you. Right. Um, I, it's, it, it took for a, for a little bit, Iron Maiden, I was like, ha ha ha. They, they're doing the same three chords all the time, but, <laughs> but it, by like the 10th time I'm like, okay, but they're, they're so dedicated to their craft and they're talking about real things and these are these are songs about fluff they're not songs about sex drug and rock and roll yeah 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 they've got three guitar players that are trying to figure out how to how to play together and bruce is running around what the you know it's awesome come on now you know uh so uh i i like to bring enthusiasm i like to bring um well the other thing is when you teach composition for as long as i have you get accustomed to accepting the sounds and the musical ideas that come to you without judgment. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and you're, yeah. And you're just trying to make them better. You know, my job when a student comes to me say, Hey, I have this musical idea. This is what I've started. I'm like, Ooh, this is nice. This is good. This is good. You mm -hmm. can move this around, move this around and not why are you here? This isn't good enough. You know, yeah. never that. So it, it's just um, the point of view of the way that I like to teach. And 
and for these uh, episodes, it's it's exactly the same as me being in the classroom. The only difference is the the music is is popular instead of classical. When you're kind of not doing um, these these kind of mass breakdowns of of these epic rock and metal mm-hmm. songs, what does Doug do in his spare time? Um, one of my big hobbies is cooking. Uh, can I get an invite uh, over? Cause I'm really up. Sure. Sure. I love, you know, uh, <laughs> I love to cook because it gets me away from, from social media. It gets me away sure. from other things I can just, plus I like to eat. So <laughs> I, I get, I get a, a, a little snack at the end, which is always good. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. process, you know, just okay. like composing. I put this together. Then I put this on it. Then I put this on it. I'm going to build a sandwich. I'm going to get the bread <laughs> in seven, eight in seven, eight, one, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, four, right. And it's just making just it's it's making something and you have to manage time because cooking times and heat and everything it's it's okay. it's like being it's like composing for me except i'm building a meal instead of something i love cooking um i've become better at it over the years um um i um like i said i was a jock growing up uh, yeah 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 but i've you know i stopped because I've, I've hurt my shoulder and i've hurt my knee but i can still play golf pretty well i like playing golf uh, my wife and I uh, like to go on nature walks and trails and that, and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, go to concerts. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I, do you know, I was going to say to you about concerts, you, you touched on this earlier and you, you began to answer one of my questions. Um, I haven't asked you yet. Mm-hmm. You, you went to recently, you went to a symphony X and Haken show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know that a lot of people recognized you. How was that? How was, was, did it, was it mental? Was it exciting? Were you nervous? I, so th- this has happened a few times. So I've got, I've, I've become accustomed to it a little bit. And, and the people have asked me the same thing. And I said, well, in, uh, in the choir world, like I've been writing choir music for, for a long time. So in, in, in certain uh, circumstances, if I walk into a, um, uh, like a American Choral Directors Association convention and a whole bunch of people notice you because they've done your music before. Sure. You know, so I'm, I'm accustomed to that a little bit. I went to the first concert I went to this year was tool and nobody uh, recognized me. Okay. Even though I've done some tools, uh, tool shows. And the next one I went to was dream theater. And I had about half a dozen people come up to me and then we went to transatlantic and a few more mm. uh, came up to me. And then at the Haken and symphony X show, I probably had close to two dozen. Wow. Just close friends that are like they, they come up and it's like it's like they're your best friend yeah, already, yeah, 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 which yeah. is totally cool. That's amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's really a lot of fun uh, to uh, to be able to do. And, you know, it's weird. I haven't been to these shows quite often uh, in, in throughout history because, you know, if I thought, hey, there's going to be a mosh pit, then I don't want to be there. You know, but uh, yeah. uh, but the, the ones I've been to haven't had mosh pits. The that's people <laughs> the, uh, attending it are a bit older now. Uh, the thing that's really fascinated me is watching these prog fans. You know, it's progressive metal. The the stuff that I've really been to mm-hmm. recently, they are they're not thrash. Some of them are, are partying, right? But it's hard yeah. to party to like thirteen eight. <laughs> but it's know? possible. <laughs> It's possible, but the, they are just locked in, you know, yeah. like John, John Petrucci's playing the solo. I had to watch everything. Yeah, his yeah, hand yeah, of does course. Because, 
you know, well, not everything because that could get weird, um. right? <laughs> uh, at least during the solo, all right. <laughs> but uh, uh, but you know, that's what I've uh, I've been observing. Not only the musicians doing their thing, I really uh, am fascinated by watching the musicians interact with each other on stage. You mm. know, when you see you know a person giving a cue or a look to somebody else, it's just fun to know that they're doing this live now. You know, it's it's it's. It's it's wonderful, especially after all these months with you know people being pent up inside and, oh, and ready man. to get out and absolutely and, uh, and really you know uh, get at it here. So it's it's been fun. Doug, thank you so much for coming on. It has been so lovely to have a conversation with you. You are exactly what I thought you would be like. Very interesting, captivating, lovable character, and um, I'm very um, privileged that you've 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 come on um onto the program i appreciate it my my my, you hang up no you hang up uh my final question for you you've mentioned that for example your your brother's musical your musical Mm. are we ever going to get some music released by you and perhaps some rock maybe some metal something that's inspired you i so uh yes i i hope so i hope so so uh i what here's the thing uh i um over the last decade or so, uh, I got I get so busy with teaching, and and I, I also have a side church gig where I do stuff, and and I'm running around. I typically have been writing music that people have been paying me to write, so it's, it's commissions and this, that, and the other. Yeah, I'm not. And the com- the commissions really have slowed down here after the, and they're starting to people are starting to kind of pick around a bit. But I am working on some uh, some ideas, and this comes a lot from some our, our patrons too from my patreon a lot we have a lot of musicians that have gravitated to our community which uh, makes me happy as well uh and and they're like when are we going to get a prog song doug because yeah, yeah, i'm yeah, a bass yeah. player just just hook me up you know so i'm working on it i i Amazing. hope that i uh can uh you know come up with something and, and be able to share a little of my my musical uh, side in this space Amazing. A little bit. Uh, if you go to my YouTube channel, uh, I have a playlist of some of my original works, uh, which are in the classical vein. I also have uh, done over, especially over the pandemic, some um, some meditative piano pieces. Nice. Uh, the the pandemic has been quite uh, traumatic uh, for me to go through, and this was something that helped me. I would sit at the piano and do uh, improvisations and do uh, playing. So there's a couple of these that are like 40 minutes long where I'm just sitting there and it, it's really top of mind, just okay. playing. Okay. You know? And it's designed to be soft and um, mellow. sort of ex- expansive and mellow, right? So that's mm-hmm. what those are designed to be. So, Amazing. Uh, but I, yeah, I hope to share some more stuff as we, we come up, but uh, I'm trying to keep up. There's so many people that want to hear so many songs or want me to hear so many songs that they enjoy. Uh, I, I I keep putting it on the back burner. I'll get to it next week, and then I like fill up my my day with with just nothing but answering emails and and recording and oh, editing. And, uh, but uh, but what a fun job to be your own boss oh, after dude. this after this long, you know, and have people interested in what you have to say. Amazing. Yes. Uh, yes, I'm I'm very I'm very lucky. Amazing, yeah. Doug. Thank you so much, man. It's my pleasure. <laughs>